Welcome to Post Gradually. 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 I'm Anita Begum and this is Post Gradually, the podcast where I have transparent and open conversations with other graduates about all things post-university. From the highs, the lows and everything in between, I want to hopefully help all the graduates listening on your journey and make it that little less stressful. I'm Anish Begum and this is episode 12 of Post Gradually. In this two-part episode, I'm joined with four lovely graduates where they share how they've been coping with life in lockdown and the effects it's had on them. I also share my experience and what I've been doing to get through this stress-induced time. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to say that I hope everyone is staying safe and keeping as positive as they can during this global pandemic. We at Post Gradually want to do as much as we can to help graduates so we hope you resonate with at least one of the conversations during this episode because you are not alone in this and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hello lovely graduates this is episode 12 part two of the two-part episode and it is day 1690 of quarantine. It feels like it's been five years and three months since I've last left my house and actually socialized and actually just had a life. Are we going to have the hot girl summer? Who knows? I'm praying for it, but I don't know how likely it's going to happen. So after sharing my experience of working from home and Hasina's experience of being laid off, I thought I'd bring on some other graduates to give you a different perspective on how COVID-19 has been affecting them and how they've been coping with it. In the first half of the episode, I'm joined with Eleanor Smith, who is currently a master's student studying global governance and diplomacy at the University of Leeds. She shares with us how she's been coping with life in lockdown, tips on how to study from home effectively, ways in which she's been keeping active, why she started her blog and so much more. I also have my very good friends, Hannah and Leander, more commonly known as Hanley, who graduated in photography. The duo share with us what it's like for them being on furlough, how they've been using their time to invest in themselves by rebranding and doing what they truly are passionate about while they have the time to. They've also shared with us the activities they've been doing. And if you want to hear us speaking Spanish and French, you have no choice but to listen to the whole episode. So that is enough of my rambling. I am handing it over to Eleanor Smith. What I wanted to cover in this episode is how are you dealing with COVID-19? How has it affected you and what are you doing to deal with it? So do you want to tell us how it's affected you? I know I've spoken to you a little bit and you've said you've ha- you're having to stay at your university home. Has yeah. that been quite a struggle? Has that been quite hard for you not to be with your family and being in a university house? I got really lucky because I live in a house with seven other people. There's eight of us and of the eight of us, there's six of us still here. So only two people have actually left. And one was because she lives in, she's German and she had to go back to Germany because they were going to stop her entering the country for God knows how long. Um, I... I saw my parents the week before this whole thing kind of blew up and the lockdown happened because yeah so I went I went home for the weekend and I saw everyone the week before 
but I had plans to go home for the Easter break. I had plans to see people and do things. Um, I had a trip to Dubrovnik booked in May and it's slowly all been pushed back and changed. Um, I would say the biggest thing for me has been the not knowing how long this is going to end, like how long it's going to take, because I can kind of guess and I can say, oh, well, you know, we're flattening the curve and this number looks good. But I it's the uncertainty that for me is really kind of disheartening and is the thing that's quite difficult to cope with. Oh, so when are you finishing your degree? So when are you finishing? My, so your master's finishes in September, the end of this year? Yeah, so my master's is a calendar year. So I started in September and I finished in September. So my dissertation hand in is, I think, the 2nd of September. So we are hoping that this will all end by the end of this year. But with graduates who are like graduating this year from their undergrad, it's pretty sad. Like they can't even graduate with their friends or like what we had. We had enjoyed our summer and it was that whole celebration at the end of the our degree. But they're not able to have that. But you are pretty fortunate that you finish in September and there is that little bit of hope that you can celebrate your whole like finishing four years at university yeah that's that's the hope one thing I was actually really looking forward to was um during my time in Hull I never spent the summer there because I went home to work Mm. um whereas in Leeds obviously I could still be working and I could still be working here um on my dissertation so I was really looking forward to you know those like pub garden trips with my housemates and all of those things that just don't know if they're going to happen now and especially with the weather this week it's just been so nice it's kind so of the first nice. time I've thought about it that I've kind of been like oh it would be really good to have a barbecue but I can't just pop to Sainsbury's <laughs> or it would be really nice to go at the pub but they're all shut so it's the first it is it's going to be difficult but um but it, there's nothing we can do is really nothing we can do other than just wait out and just hope for the best. And it's not like it's going to ha- be happening every year. It's just this one time in our life. And it's it's just unfortunate at a point where you are finishing university, you are finishing A-levels, etc. But how have you like dealt with that uncertainty and like made your days a little bit more fulfilled and productive? I, I, I want to kind of not say productive because I feel like we're being pressured into being productive with our time so um yeah how have you tailored your days to make you happy and just get things done you're so right that there's this I keep seeing this thing on Instagram that's like if you don't come out of this lockdown with a new skill or having worked on your side hustle then you're you're, you didn't lack time you lacked discipline I keep seeing that on Instagram and I keep thinking no (laughs) stop everyone needs to realize it's okay if if all they do in this time is carry on (laughs) like it really isn't shouldn't be a time for pressuring people especially if people mental health is not where they want it to be so having that additional pressure of like being oh my god I have to be productive is not healthy for anyone no exactly um but for me I had a day a couple um what it must be about a week ago where I just kind of broke down and got very upset and felt like I wasn't managing to get my head around anything like academically or with the lockdown and um it was really difficult But since then, I've kind of come back from it and realised that one of the problems I was having was I was getting up and doing my exercise like early in the day. So about half past seven, I was going out for a run because during 
uni time, my normal routine had been to get up and go to the gym. But actually, that's the time of day when my brain works better. I'm a morning person. So actually getting out of bed, having my coffee and then starting work, but then leaving my exercise until later on in the day is much, much better for me. I end up kind of getting four hours of good work done in the morning while other people are still asleep or while, you know, while the sun's just coming up and it's starting to get warm. Mm. Um, so my runs end up being much nicer because it's sunny outside rather than still dark and a bit gross. So for me, it's been about learning when my brain works best, which is in the morning. And I end up being much more structured that way. And then also breaking up my day with my allotted exercise time for the day. Do you exercise a lot through the day and have frequent breaks then? I have. That's what well, I've just with a lot. Yeah, I've just got an Apple Watch and it tells you to stand up if you haven't been stood up for so many minutes in an hour. So I've been using that as a kind of an excuse to put my headphones in, listen to a couple of couple of songs that make me happy, go downstairs, make a coffee, that kind of thing. But I usually go for a run at like one o'clock in the afternoon when my brain has kind of started to slump um, after doing some good work in the morning. And I find that then if I take kind of a couple of hours off to run and take time to shower and change and get dressed like lots of people would do early in the morning, then actually I have a good couple of hours where I'm productive in the afternoon as well, rather than just powering through the whole day and not giving myself any time off. I'm just giving myself that time off at like lunchtime rather than in the evening. No, that I love that. I love that you found your routine. You found the best way you work, and it is very different. No, it definitely doesn't. And it will probably be for some people will be a child and error, and they have to have that shitty time. And but then if you have that, if you have that period where you are like struggling, you'll come out of it and realize, okay, I can do something about it, or this is how I work better. So it is finding, tailoring it to you, your day to you and how you work really, isn't it? Yeah, tailoring your day to you and stop eating at your desk is my biggest thing. Because I keep eating breakfast at my desk. (laughs) You end up being sat at your desk eating and then, like you say, you don't get the time away from your desk. So your brain constantly feels like it's switched on and you end up just not enjoying the food that's in front of you. Like you could have made yourself pancakes or eggy bread and covered them in chocolate spread and you just sit there and you're not actually enjoying it because you're still reading about Brexit or, I don't know, theorems I, or something. That's so true. I didn't even realise that. Now think about it. Thinking about it, I've been at my desk many of times and I've been eating and not really been paying attention to my food. Yeah, and you end up like, you just kind of take some of the enjoyment out of your food and for me food is a massive thing like I, I love to eat so the question really is enjoyable. how many banana breads have you made so far during this period <laughs> I haven't actually made any banana bread my housemate has made two I haven't okay. made any banana bread but I did make um three ingredients they were cookies with only three ingredients it was just oats bananas and peanut butter I made those earlier today and they kind of tasted like hobnobs. They were pretty good. Ooh. But it was a recipe I found on uh, Hazel Wallace's Instagram, uh, The Food Medic. It was really good. So what have you been doing? So I feel like you've been doing a lot of exercise, a lot of uni work and eating loads. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I would normally be at the gym for sort yeah. of four or five days a week because I love the gym, but obviously I can't. So I've t- done the Couch to 5K app. I started that actually in January and it's taken me um about 18 weeks rather than the nine weeks it says to because I hate running but I've got there so I can now run a 5k 
Um, I've eaten lots and lots of food. Um, uni work, I have, um, obviously my dissertation is due, but I'm also working with a, I'm working with an outside company um, to do my dissertation. So I, there's a bit more work involved than just a normal master's dissertation. Um, plus I'm trying to get my, my other essay done as early as possible so that when this lockdown eventually goes away, I can actually have more of my summer that I'm planning, that I planned. Um, so that's my goal at the minute is to and use the, the time when I can't go out and see my friends wisely so that when I can go out and see my friends, I actually have the time to do that. Yeah, I haven't thought about like that in, in that way, actually, because a lot of uni students being stressed about university and their deadlines, etc. But really, it could be a blessing in disguise because you have all this time to just get it done. And then it, when we are out of lockdown, we could just enjoy it. So you've got a great plan there. Hopefully it all works out when you get everything done. I hope so. I hope so. It's partly because, like I said, I had this trip to Dubrovnik planned in May and I'm I'm hoping that they move it to sometime over the summer. And um, the worst thing for me would be to say I can't go because I have my dissertation and I have this other essay to do. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully it'll work out. I, f- I feel like it will. Let's just all pray that Eleanor, it all works out. <laughs> Be positive, <laughs> positive thinking for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So do you have anything else planned while you're doing your master's? I, I think you mentioned having a side project going at the moment. Um, yes, so I have been reading a book by a woman called Samantha Power, who used to be the um, US ambassador to the UN. And it's called The Education of an Idealist. And it's all about her life and how she became um, the US ambassador to the UN. Um, and she went to Harvard, and which is a place I visited and I loved. Um, but she talks about her time as a foreign correspondent in Bosnia during the wars. And um, it kind of got me into the idea of starting to write about the things I enjoy and the things I find interesting. So I chatted to some of my course mates and we're going to we're in the process of setting up a blog to talk about foreign policy and global affairs and just lots of generally political things, but in a way that is accessible to anybody and in a way that is hopefully entertaining. But it, I'm also hoping it will give me an opportunity to improve my writing and possibly go into that in the future. But it's just a way of, basically, it's a nice thing to put on my CV, I think. And since no one wants to hire me so far, <laughs> it'll be... You know, it should be good. It should be interesting. With the time we have now, it's like the best time just to start something. You don't need to be this massive project. It just needs to be something that you're in control of and just having fun with. Definitely. And I think, like we were saying before about like putting pressure on yourself to to do do stuff and work on your side hustle because you have because of, you know you're not traveling to work every day. It doesn't even need to be that. It's like if you love painting, take an hour and paint. Do it like you have just if that's what you enjoy you don't even have you don't have to make money off it it doesn't yeah, have to be clean and just take the time to chill and I'm not entirely sure how much extra time like people who are working full-time actually have the only kind of t- since if they're working at home the only kind of time they're gaining is their daily commute or their morning routine time or something like that so it doesn't it really doesn't have to be like something and make like a major project you don't have to write a a novel in this time but if you do some if you miss doing something you love in your normal life this is the time to reclaim it and to make it part of your your daily routine 
So a question I usually ask at the end of an episode is what has postgraduate life taught you? But instead, we're going to ask what are the three things that COVID-19, we are literally just, we hear about it, we are surrounded by it, we cannot get away from it. What has it taught you so far? Uh, What has COVID-19 taught me? I suppose it's taught me that running can sometimes be enjoyable, sometimes. It's something massive sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. It can sometimes be enjoyable. It's taught me that my best way of working is to just get up, get a coffee and start without faffing and taking, you know, lots of people need a morning routine to wake up slowly, but my best is just to get, it's just to sit down and start doing it. I think, to be honest, I getting out of bed is never something I struggled with. Like it winds lots of my friends up because I'm one of those people who just cannot <laughs> chill. <laughs> like I don't really have an off switch. I'm trying to think the third thing COVID-19 has taught me. I mean, I think it's taught me to um, appreciate like the people like directly around me, even if I know them or not. So I've, like I said, I've been running and things like that. And I've kind of stopped and from six feet away chatted to people because their dog was cute or I've smiled at them and then obviously my housemates have been great and we've kept each other company and that kind of thing um and I mean even even my parents I mean I appreciate them anyway but being able to um contact them and see them through FaceTime or just chat to them on the phone is something that when you've when you're at uni you quite often take for granted because you just think oh you know, they're checking up on me but actually during this time when I don't have the option of going home it's actually been really nice to have my morning coffee with them and that kind of thing. Oh that's really nice it, I feel like we've all become a lot kinder even the clapping at eight o'clock tonight that really mm-hmm. fills me with joy that people are just spreading the kindness around. Definitely definitely um, and the NHS deserve every round of applause that they get. But I just want to, if I can drop in, yeah. um, the, the police are also still working full time. And we, I know their job isn't in hospitals, but they're still working full time and putting themselves at risk. So the police and the NHS and the ambulance service and social care workers and health workers and everyone, uh, I think all of those workers who are, are not getting the extra time that everybody else is getting deserves like a medal. <laughs> Today we're speaking to Han Lee. Han Lee are my very good friends and they studied photography. Do you call yourself a duo? What do you call yourself? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we can say we're a duo. Yeah. I, don't really know. <laughs> I don't know what like another name would be. Like we're just... Han Lee. Uh, yeah, Han exactly. Lee, yeah. Now, like I feel like you branded yourself Han Lee and now I just know you Han Lee. Han Lee. So no. what are you currently doing now? You're on furlough. Yeah. yeah, so we've both been put on furlough because of the current situation. Mm-hmm. We both have full-time jobs in, like, hospitality. Yeah. And because that's what pays the bills, as yeah. the creative industry is inconsistent pay. <laughs> so we're on furlough at the moment. We're, I guess for some people it's a bit of a shit situation. And financially yeah. it's not necessarily ideal because it is a bit of a cut. It's not, but, like, at the end of the day, like, at least we do still have our jobs. Like, a lot of people have obviously either been laid off or, like, the businesses are fully closed. So I guess we are lucky that. Because you work in the hospitality industry, are your companies okay? Because I'm a lot of people it, have yeah. been laid off. Yeah. 
Yeah, like we both work for like multi-billion pound companies, but it's just like the restaurants within that, obviously, like depending on how well they do, like when we open back up and stuff. But we'll just have to see and play it by ear. So what have you been doing in this time? I know we were speaking about this and you've been like working on just creating content and mm-hmm. like your skills as well as just relaxing, really. Yeah, yeah so like at the beginning of the year, we decided to like kind of rebrand and um just focus a lot more on our instagram and because we it, we was letting it all slip a bit and we was falling out of love of everything yeah like photography and stuff like that just because you know the pressure after uni is a kind yeah, of mad there was way too much pressure on it and like everybody knows that the minute you start putting an immense amount of pressure on something that you love it sucks the fun out of it straight away 100 percent. so yeah we just kind of you know wanted to take a step back for a bit and we're using this time to be like productive we're filming more like for our youtube um and we're just trying to get inspired really about like you know different aesthetics and and which way to go testing the waters yeah yeah we've got all this time on our hands now to just be creative and like you know this is what we would like to be doing full time just like content creation and stuff so now's the time to really like kind of focus on that and see what it would be like Mm Yeah, because you you now have the time. Like you said, working in hospitality can be quite... There's a lot of hours involved. It's quite strenuous and quite stressful. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how you guys do it, even though I have a full-time job and I do something on the side. But I remember working in hospitality. And like after a day of working, you just want to chill out. You don't want to really do much. Yeah, literally, you're so thing. tired. Yeah, you're literally so drained all the time. You do like that's 12 hours shifts, come yeah. home, and then you're doing more work like for freelance stuff or you're you're in personal projects and stuff so you don't really have a day off really do you think after this you're going to look into more like investing time into your passions yeah yeah definitely Definitely, without need to just figure out like funds and stuff and yeah yeah, that kind of thing but it's definitely inspired me more to like put more effort into what I really want to do like I know obviously money is important but you know Money will come eventually. You just got to really put the work. work yeah, in. exactly. Like, yeah, I think um, you know, once you start looking into it, like obviously, small businesses get loans and stuff like that. Like, there's there's ways around doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone always tries to make up excuses, like, oh, well, I can't do this because of that mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. Like, you can do it. You just need to figure it out, and it might just take a bit of time. But you've got to give yourself that time. Like, I never understood the concept of just getting a job because it pays well. But yeah. you're absolutely miserable. Like, I genuinely don't understand that. And I could not see myself doing that for the foreseeable future. Just I think that's why we both like creative things as well. Because, like, for me, you know what I'm like. I'm such a scatterbrain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> doing the same nine to fives, like, having the same role and doing the same kind of, like, admin me type thing is, like, my worst nightmare because I need to be doing something different exactly. every day. You need to yeah. switch up. And that's why I like what we're trying to do, what, what we're doing now. Yeah, I'm just, like I just get bored so easily. So I just I need I constantly need things to you know be be different and be doing new things and stuff like. So that. how could you now you said that how have you dealt with like the quarantine life because it is it's a little bit boring. But to be honest, we've done we've done well. Like we've tried to like no matter what it is, we've tried to do something like every day. Like you know. Um, taking a trip to the shop or like filming a new youtube video or even just sitting down for an hour or two having a bit of a read and a chill out baking Um, we've been baking loads of stuff um merry berry watch out 
Um, <laughs> I but, know. Yeah, That's... just like little things to just keep you entertained for a bit. Yeah, literally doing workouts. You've been learning Spanish. Yeah. I've been learning yoga. Playing the guitar a bit. Because I played it anyway, but like now I'm really like, it's so peaceful and so relaxing to just be able to sit and not have to, you know, panic. Oh, I need to go to work now. Oh, I need to do this now. That's the thing. With these like little passions that we have or things like our hobbies and stuff sometimes it can be a p- put some pressure on it and because we have to do it but this time yeah. you do whatever you want and just have fun with it there's no pressure you've only got a certain amount of time to do this because then you have to go to work like yeah. it's just whatever you please and if it if it makes you happy it makes you happy you're not pressured into doing anything really exactly that's what people should be doing with their time like I know it's a stressful time for a lot of people and like with financial struggles and everything like that but I feel like the one way that you can try and keep yourself sane and save your mental health is to just do stuff that you like and that either relaxes you or makes you happy because we're not not going to be off work forever like this is a very rare thing that you've actually got time to literally either sit and do nothing or do stuff that you want to do that you would want to do on your days off but you might be too tired to do like you can just or even start a new hobby like you've, you've got time well you can also relax and just watch netflix if you want to do that if it makes you happy exactly if that's that, what yeah, makes you happy you do that you know yeah. you chill you do you do you just get through this time however like you as need long as to you get through it <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the main thing everyone's coping mechanisms are different you just need to know what's good for you maybe people are doing other things and it's been helpful but really understand what's good for you and just not follow someone else and feel like that pressure of doing xyz that's a massive thing you can't yeah you can't like let yourself feel any pressure like well during this time anyway because otherwise you're just going to go insane it's not going to do anything what has furlough been like? I've been working, so I don't actually have that much extra time, like how everyone's been going on about it. Does mm. it actually feel like your days are longer and you have like an... I kind of feel like they're going I don't, I've not once felt that the days dragged, like in all honesty. How long have we been off now? Three weeks? Yeah, longer than I'll tell you. Oh my God. 24 um, days. Yeah. What's the day? Oh. Is it like Friday, Saturday? Is it September? I don't know. <laughs> I literally, that's not <laughs> I never know what day it is. Um, but yeah, in all honesty, the d- the days have not been dragging at all. Like I think because I've I've been enjoying them, that's why. <laughs> but yeah, it's I mean, for, like we've spoke to other people um, who have said like they're stressing, they're having a really bad time, they feel like their mental health is coming in. But and I feel bad, but we're just we're really not there yet. I think the thought of it at first really scared me, and I did have like yeah. a really bad panic attack because like I'm someone that needs routine and mm. needs structure. But um, so the thought of like not really having that and not having work it's worrying, was yeah. really stressing me out. And I was really panicking. I thought this was going to like really like damage my mental health. But mm. to be fair, I've came up with my own structure and routine and I literally wake up every morning and I write like a routine for me to do that day. And I don't put pressure on myself to achieve it. I'll do different things. Like I'll put different workouts on there or um, something fun for me to do. Not always just like strict things. Yeah. Just, it's just finding that balance of like seriousness and just just having fun really yeah yeah literally just and mix- only you can figure out a routine that works for you like you know what makes you happy 
Um, another thing I wanted to speak about is that you two live together and you live you both live um, away from home. Has it been hard not like being able to see your family or have that idea of okay, I'm going to be seeing my family, Janista or whatever? Like, has that been hard for you? Um, we were speaking about this yesterday, but mm. obviously we both live in Leeds, which is like three hours from where I'm from. Then for you, it's like two. Yeah, two hours. So it's quite far. I mean, neither of us drive, but. Like, I don't really go down that much anywhere. I probably go back down every couple of months. Yeah. So it's not th- it's not that much different. I think for me, the only thing I'm struggling with is like, obviously, I've, I've got a nephew, and I just want to see him. I was supposed to see him, and I just miss him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss him, but really, because we've got FaceTime, like I'll speak to my mum and my sister, and I do speak to Kamali. So yep. I don't know. I guess if the time goes on, it will get harder, but. Yeah, when it's adults, I guess, like, when you FaceTime, like, it's obviously not the same as seeing them in person, but it helps that we can FaceTime them and we do speak to them. For If we were at uni, I think I'd struggle if we were, like, kind of stuck here. Mm-hmm. But this our life is here. We're at home now, so we're fine. Like, going to my dad's house or Lee's mum's house would be, like, visiting somebody. Yeah, I feel like a guest there now. God, it'd be like the Christmas Day arguments every day. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my god. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my family very much, but uh, I don't think I could ever go back to living in that house. There's, we've been moved out for too long now. <laughs> yeah, I envy you right now. Actually, I love my family, but I need some space. Everyone who's listening, you understand. If you live with your parents, you understand. <laughs> you love them, but you also need your space. So what? So what? The activities you've been up to. So some people probably just don't have like. When I'm not doing anything, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm looking outside the window, like oh god what am I meant to do with my time um so any like advice on what activities to do I know like everyone's like baking you've started yoga um is there any useful apps videos that you watch um I watch for yoga um the best person I found is yoga with Adrian on YouTube just type that in and she's got she's got like six million followers or subscribers I think Mm. but she's really good they're like 30 minute sessions they focus on different areas and she like goes through everything with you it's really good in terms of like workouts instagram is full of it at the moment Mm. you will find one so easily what about you hannah anything so i've been learning spanish well trying to learn spanish um how's it going go and tell us no i'm not gonna say anything (laughs) (laughs) the app asks you to like speak sentences and then it'll say like oh listen and then you have to type what it said but I never do it out loud. Like I never actually speak it. I can read Spanish very well, but I'm not. I'm not. The accent would have to be rehearsed, maybe. Look, if I say something, if I say something in French, can you please say something in Spanish, Hannah? <laughs> well, I'll say something in Spanish. I do GCSE Spanish. Go on. I can't think of a sentence off the top of my head. Go on, Lee. Um, Go on then. See, I hate this. Donde es la biblioteca? Where is the library? Library, right, yeah. I thought it was mobile phone or something. (laughs) J'ai mangé un hamburger. (laughs) Look, that was good. I like French. I like myself. J'ai un hamburger. I want hamburger. Oh, Kiara. Oh, Kiara, yes, I want. Look, that wasn't bad, Hannah. I'm going to get you back on for you to speak Spanish <laughs> we're going to be doing a full episode in language yeah we'll do a bilingual episode <laughs> yeah I used to do it at school like I did well in school um 
but and then never used it and then I thought you know what why not pick it up again it would be nice to to know another yes. language I know um, a lot of my friends have done that and they've found it quite like quite fun to do it like, is fun it's really fun and it's quite therapeutic like you don't realize how much you actually pick up in such a sp- uh, short space of time but the app that I use is called Duolingo um and it's free like you can pay for the premium so there's no adverts and stuff but I just use the free one and it's not it's not like you don't get annoying adverts it's manageable there's so many free things to do and we're not really spending any money other than like yeah that's the thing to do all of these things like there's Mm -hmm. so many free apps and videos and whatever else out there so what has COVID-19 taught you so far yeah, to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's a massive one. You never know what's going to happen, so just do what the hell you want. Exactly, yeah. And as sometimes people don't think that it's that important and they're all very focused around their work and I need to get here and everyone's got somewhere to be. Yeah. You need to take time for you. That's one of the most important things. Like, people forget, and we're both culprits of that as well, um, when we've both been working and stuff, but you need time... Even if it's just, if it's chilling with friends or if it's chilling by yourself, you know, if you need your own space, like, you just, you need to take time for you and just, you know, reflect a little bit. For this to, like, come to an end, we just need to stay home and keep safe, obviously, and just keep your social distancing because I don't think people understand that. For us to get out of this, we're going to have to stick to some rules. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a long seem... process getting out of yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. People don't seem to be taking this as seriously as they should. Because it's not... It hits somebody and affects somebody that yeah. they knew or affects them. Like, it shouldn't take it hitting that close to home for you to know how serious this is. We don't want to be in this any longer than we, we want. We want summer 2020, okay? <laughs> we want off, go we want out. <laughs> I feel like everyone's going to come out of this. Nice skin. Let's have it. I'm just really excited because everyone's going to be on, uh, like, high. Oh, everyone's absolutely. Go so nuts. Everyone's going to go absolutely about. If you're feeling sad, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling any kind of gloom, think about when we are stepping out of this. Yeah, and our, we're all going to be running. I feel like there's going to be like chaos. Literally, like, like when the war ended, in like, <laughs> in the street, you're literally parades. You know, like there's like a clap, like you know, everyone's clapping for NHS, which I yeah. love and gives me goosebumps every time. I feel like everyone's going to be coming out clapping and yeah, like pan. I can't wait. But that's all we have time for. Thank you, girls, for coming on again. thank you for having us for the second time and that was episode 12 part 2 of postgraduate thank you so much for listening hope you guys enjoyed it and don't forget to subscribe review and share find us on instagram at postgraduate underscore where you can find loads of information about how to deal with life after university i want to thank all the graduates who participated and catch me on the next episode